I know my geographical assessments. Yes. So there. Just not all the time. Um, no. But TJ Logan. Are you serious? Really? Yes. He looks good. What? He looks fine. No, damn, Rick. No, I didn't say. <laughs> he sung that. He sang that. He sang it. I don't know. You guys just. Right now, the only thing I'm getting is Tony B. Old. <laughs> damn. Mimi, what's your Mount Rushmore? Rush What's your Mount Rush mushroom? <laughs> <laughs> So that. Well, you know, I I have to say she that was a good call for her. That is, but uh, get the spelling right. All right, so then that no. To license. Felt like he was here. I Rick, myself Rick, 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 <laughs> dun, dun, dun. Rick. All right, that was Rick. Um, Rick. Hello everyone and welcome to another edition of Wrestling POV, episode number 178. Good God almighty, that's a lot of episodes. That is a lot. A lot of Tony. It is. Tell me about (laughs) it. That's fucked up. I am your host, Tony Diaz. Along with Mimi Goody. Shalom. And the third wheel, Rick Serrano the third. Hey, people. And we are still missing Miguel Cole. Rick, do you got the latest on Miguel? You know, I listened to the Wrestling POV Global Podcast on Wednesdays, where you can catch them every Wednesday on iTunes, YouTube, Poppy, Spotify, iHeartRadio for free. TJ, TJ, I know my geographical assessments. Yes. So there. Just... Not all the time. Um, no. But TJ Logan Wait, and Elio Canella are saying that Miguel Cole was trying to go to Canada for some reason. Yeah. yeah. And that they try to detain him. And you, we know Miguel. You can't detain him. No. No. So apparently no. he's escaped the Mounties custody. And oh, Jesus. he's somewhere. I don't know where he's at. But it's just <laughs> like we read uh, last week's tweet. Now, this week, yesterday, he tweeted this out. Mm-hmm. This little puppet ate chocolate. This little puppet ate bones. This little puppet got its head bashed in. And Jesus this little Christ. puppet is a son of a witch. <laughs> I feel at home here. Hashtag puppets for life. It, it sounds like he's in the Saw escape room or something. Jesus, man. That's, That's a just, little weird. Like, dude, where's your head? <laughs> right? It's creepy. That's very, very creepy. Wow. Very. I don't know what to say. I don't know. I really don't. If you guys um, know, please comment on our Twitter page or our Facebook page. We'll post it up. Yeah. Um, what the hell, bro? That's weird. That is weird. Uh, all right. Well, yeah, if you can, 
just like we said, throw it on a Facebook page if you guys can figure it out. Um, with that being said, uh, we got a lot to talk about this week. We have Raw, SmackDown, NXT, POV, The Book, and of course we have the Wrestling POV WWE Extreme Rules Pay-Per-View Points Game. Yes, it is that time again, man. And Rick, you got into a little scuffle. A little kind of uh, over over the internet, yeah, uh, with a fan about uh, a certain subject that we're going to talk about. That we're going to put it in, uh, as a hot tag news yes. of the week. Uh, that's how because things got a little bit heated, and uh, Rick is going to go over that in a little bit. But first, we have to go over the Facebook poll and hater comment of the week. So here's the deal: we didn't do really a poll so to say, because we have the Extreme Rules pay-per-view and all this other stuff. But I did wanted to uh, read um, some comments uh, that was posted uh, on our Facebook page. Uh, Matt Novak, he posted uh, a picture. And this is what would uh, what WWE superstars would look like in 30 to 40 years. Go check it out on our Facebook page. It was pretty funny because the only ones that didn't age was uh, R-Truth and Becky. Uh, <laughs> I mean, well, no, actually, no. Becky looks a little bit older. Yeah, it's our uh, truth. Is it's just crack. our truth. Yeah, he he's, he <laughs> just doesn't. Exactly. So I, I I you know I I laughed my ass off when I saw. It. I thought it was very very funny. Elio Canella from Wrestling POV Global. He said John Cena if he were bald would look like my grandfather. It's <laughs> a good looking grandfather. Oh my lord! Uh, and then Matt Novak said Kofi looks like Morgan Freeman. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> But what was funny to me was his wife, Laura Novak. She said, Matt, don't know what you are laughing at. You will also look like the one last row, second from the right in 30 years. Whoa. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Where's the love, man? <laughs> I mean, Matt, in your defense, uh, if you have Brock Lesnar's body in 30 years, is that much to complain about? <laughs> That was rough. And then, of course, the uh, picture of, uh, not the picture, but the video of Teddy Hart's, uh, um, what did he call that? Canadian um, Destroyer off the, the ladder. Canadian, yeah, that was sick, man. That was sick. And we had so, an interview with him on the Wrestling POV Global, so make sure you check it out. Yes, moments, yes we do. Literal moments after he did that move off the ladder, mm -hmm. he did an interview with TJ Logan. So make sure you check that out. Yes, absolutely. Um, it was it was uh, quite the the feat. Uh, <laughs> that was just downright crazy, man. Crazy, crazy. So, crazy. yeah, yeah, it was crazy. All right, so that that's it. I'm not, you know, like I said, we got a, a lots to talk about this week. Well, so. before you continue, I want to give out a hater comment for what? For Laura Novak. No, you coming no. at my boy? I gotta back up my boy. No, no I gotta I, back see, up. No, I gotta disagree with it. I gotta I thought back it was up hilarious. my boy. No, no, no. no. Uh, uh, Besides, Matt's on my on my bad list because he's a Boston fan. Okay, damn, now, Lord I can't just became. Help you there. Now I'm a fan of Lord Novak's. Okay, well, well, unless he's a Boston fan too, I don't know. Jesus, but <laughs> the red coats. She, we're you know what? Me and Mrs. Novak, we're the red coats now. <laughs> damn, turn on the blue you, coats. Man. The blue coats. That's it. Yeah, because with the Yankee colors, I don't know even know if she's a Yankee fan. But <laughs> Damn. No, Matt. I disagree. She's not the hater comment. All right, Mimi, you're the tiebreaker. Is she? 
I don't think she's the hater. Oh, comment, there you go, know. Rick. Damn that. <laughs> and Matt's still in the book, right? He didn't. Come, yes. He didn't apologize. He's still in the book. No, he did not. No, he did not. For being a Boston fan, that's ridiculous. Uh, <laughs> or in the words of Tony Diaz, that's ridiculous. So, all right. Well, thanks. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you very much. All right. With that being said, it is time for the wrestling news from around the world. Take it away, Rick. All right. Before we do that, let's get into some birthdays. All right. The reigning, defending, (laughs) undisputed, money in the bank winner, Brock Lesnar, (laughs) turns 42 years old. Really? 42. Jesus, man. He's been there he, for a while, man. He has been there a while, and he does not look 42. I'm sorry. What does he look? He does not. Huh? What does he look? Like uh, uh, 50. Okay. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> we want exact numbers here. All I'm right. Gilberg no turned way. 60 years old. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Are you shitting me? Nope. Gilberg. I mean, yeah, Gilbert wow. would have been. Burn. A better matchup against the Undertaker than Goldberg. <laughs> that is true. He's right. All right. Here's the thing now that he's dead, <laughs> that messes me up a little bit. So What's Gilbert that? looks is 60, but he looks like he's 80. This next guy also turned 60. Kevin Nash. Are you serious? Really? Yes. He looks good. What? He looks fine. Oh, damn, Rick. No, I didn't say <laughs> I didn't say point. I said he looks good for six. Kevin Nash looks good for Rick, his age. 60 Rick went on yes. Sunday and shit. <laughs> 60 years old and that's how he looks? Oh, okay. I Compared know, to Gilbert? The difference is that he's got freak, freaking white hair. Oh, well, that's what happens when you get old. Yeah. Tony Diaz. <laughs> hey, hey, Damn. hey. That's messed up. And no, I do not have grays. Oh. Yeah, he does. No, I Mark do Merrill <laughs> turns 56 years old. The Wildcat. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Was, what was he? He was trying to be, uh, what was the, oh, my God. He was trying to be like an old time, um, oh, my God. Ah. Yeah. Johnny B. Bad. Or, wasn't it? Yeah, he used to be like Johnny B. Bad or something like that. Like, when he first got into WCW. And he said, uh, what was his name? Jesus, that singer from back in the day. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The guy that sung Johnny, Johnny B. Bad. Johnny B. Good. Or Johnny B. Good, yeah. He sung that. He sang that. He sang it. I don't know. You guys just right now. The only thing I'm getting is Tony B. Old. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Sammy Zayn turns 35 years old. Mm, yeah, okay. yeah, 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 yeah. Sure. Tyson Kidd turns 39. X Pac <laughs> turns 47. Now he looks like <laughs> he's 60. He's 60. Yeah. I can't believe I'm older than his ass. You gotta cut that ponytail. That that's gone. I thought he did. It's still there. Is it really? Should we put it in the book? <laughs> no, nah, he, he's not worth it. He's not even worthy. <laughs> yeah. Um, but if this next guy keeps up with it, I think he might be in the book soon. Shelton Behamin turns 44 the, years old. You know, what the hell's going on with him? I mean, with old age, you start wandering your eyes around, whatever. Uh, I don't know. Apparently so. I mean, I haven't gotten to that part yet, but good Lord, man, that's just terrible. It's, it's horrible. It's ridiculous. It's beyond that. It's, you know what? What you is know it? what it really is. What? It's churlish. What? <laughs> it's churlish. Really? Yeah. It belongs in the turlet. <laughs> <laughs> Nonsense. <laughs> All right. It is now time for the wrestling news from around the world. 
the water. <laughs> we get my ass. Alright, Alberto Del Rio will be facing (laughs) off against Tito Ortiz in an MMA fight. Yes, yes. What incarnation? Well, first of all, um, Alberto Del Rio, um, he did used to do MMA. You guys know that, right? Yeah, yeah. And I think he's really going to beat the shit out of Tito Ortiz. Oh, Tito Ortiz is done. Tito Ortiz is done. He's too old, man. Did you ever, did you watch that fight with uh, Chuck Liddell? The third and one, the horrible. The, that was so, like, where the punches were, like, 10 miles an hour. I mean, uh, two miles an hour, sorry. I mean, it was, like, slow motion punch. I, I was like, what am I watching? And this ain't Chuck Liddell. Um, yeah, they used to call exactly, it punches and bunches. Uh, oh, my God. This Not is, anymore. This was ter- that, that, that fight was terrible. This fight, I'm telling you right now, and nothing against Tito Ortiz. He was one of the greats, but... He is going to lose against Alberto. De- Alberto's going to tear him up. Yeah, He's for sure. That's just... For shizzle. For shizzle, my nizzle. Uh-huh. All right. <laughs> um, my last bit of news. WWE is returning to Madison Square Garden yeah. for live yep. TV for the first time in 10 years. It's been 10 years, really? 10 years. The last time they had a Raw on... At Madison Square Garden was in 2009. Wow, that so is preposterous. Why? What? What changed it? I have no idea. Well, they were doing uh, the Barclays Center. Yeah, they <laughs> that still has did a lot to do with it. house shows and everything, but they were not doing yeah. Monday Night Raw. But on September 9th and September 10th, they are doing Monday Night Raw and uh, SmackDown Live. SmackDown. Wow. Interesting. Yep. <laughs> um, it's just, I mean, it's the mecca, people. But the That's problem is. Bacon. They're saying that the amount of money that James Dolan is charging oh, is ridiculous. Oh, really? Yeah. So like, he's an asshole. Yeah, they got to get rid of him. The Knicks got to get rid of him. I mean, what the hell happened to free agency for the Knicks? Ugh, it was looking good until the draft, but everybody, it's a whole different story. Yeah. But yeah, so That's James. A whole different podcast. Yeah. That's a whole different podcast. Yeah. James Dolan is pretty much a prick and he's just holding <laughs> Madison Square Garden hostage. That's why they can't have shows yeah. at the Garden. It's yep. way better than the Barclays Center. I'm sorry. Yeah. Madison Square Garden is I've, I've way never, better. I've never been to the Barclays Center, so I don't know, but obviously you live in New York City. Yeah. Um, right in the heart of it, too. So is it, like, what makes it different? I mean, the Barclays Center to me is like a high school gym. It's really small. Oh, really? Uh, yeah, I don't. I don't know. The ambiance is not there for me. I mean, I went there the Monday Night Raw before WrestleMania where Shane faced Undertaker. And it was, yeah. that was pretty cool. But I just didn't like the this way it was okay. set up. Like, Madison Square Garden, you're like, yo, I'm in an yeah. arena here. Yeah, but, yeah. but isn't, isn't Madison Square Garden, like, has, like, the nosebleed seats and you can't, they look yeah. like ants. Pretty well, much, well, yeah. Well, when you have money like I do, you know. <laughs> a teacher's salary. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but not only that, Madison Square Garden has so much history. Yeah. You know, why wouldn't they keep doing shows there? You know what I'm saying? I mean, obviously, James Nolan's a big problem. But, I mean, think about it. The infamous Jimmy Snooker jumping off of that cage. I was there. And I was at the nosebleed section when that happened. You know what I'm saying? And and so many others. When Captain Lou Albano fought Jimmy Snooker. And, it, you know, actually, I was closer. I was like four rows back for that 
uh, matchup. Um, four rows back to the no- blows. <laughs> yeah, the, you can't even say that right. <laughs> the nosebleed <laughs> seats. Four, four blows back to the nose. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> I mean, Madison Square Garden. Madison Square Garden is where I met The Rock. You know, like The Rock came to our booth because we were up in the the, the free seat where you get the free food and everything in one of those booths. And oh, uh, really? The Rock came up after his match, and I was like, "Oh my God, that's The Rock!" But he's Rocky <laughs> Maivia. So it wasn't yeah. really so a that rock. don't count. Yeah, it don't count. Yeah, that don't count. Damn. So. <laughs> all right, that's all I got for the news. Tony, on to the rumors. All right, so straight on to the rumors. Ronda Rousey could be coming back no. to WWE sooner rather than later to work with Paul Heyman. No. No? no. Still don't like it, huh? No. Why? Because Why? we don't need more Paul Heyman on TV. We don't need more Brock Lesnar promos. Yeah, but... <laughs> This could be a different scenario, though. Maybe Paul Heyman is not going to be on TV with her. But All right. But has got something different with her. I just you know don't want to see the baddest woman on the But planet. what about, what if, what if Paul Heyman did the Dangerous Alliance again? And she was part of it. No. I'd be interested in that. No? No. no one, I don't want to see it. Don't want to see Ronda Rousey. <laughs> I don't want to see Ronda in there no more. No. no, no, no. Let me ask you guys a question, though. Do you honestly think since she left in uh, at WrestleMania, the women's division, is it the same? Has it gone down or has it gotten better since she left? I think it's actually a little better. Huh? A little bit. Because huh? we have more stuff. We have, first of all, we got Lacey Evans finally. And we, <laughs> we got that going. Uh, yeah. I feel like there's more stories being developed with more talent. I mean, okay. you got the tag team women and stuff like that. But, I mean, no, you know what? I'm going to change my answer. I'm going to say a little bit it's the same. It's the same. Okay. Because there's now, there's, there's a lot of women that are not being involved. Naomi, uh, Natalia, no, Dana Brooke, Sarah Logan, Liv Morgan, they're all sitting sidelines. So, okay. about the same. Mimi? I was going to say it was about the same. Yeah? All right. All right. If you guys say so. Sure. Well, you want to make a poll out of it? No. Well, you know what? That wouldn't be a bad idea. That wouldn't be a bad idea. I'll leave that. I'll do that as a poll, and you guys decide. Has it gotten better or worse? Since the Ronda women's left. division since Ronda left. So that'll be the poll for next week. Well, for it should be better, worse, or the same. Well, there's only we can only do two. You can we do can't like do the emojis. So, no, I don't want to do that because I want people to actually vote, and I need them to comment on 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 that subject. Because I'm curious to know. I mean, if they think it is the same still, you don't have to vote, but just at least comment if you guys think it's the same. Uh, so, moving on to the rumors. The Undertaker versus Drew McIntyre is currently being advertised locally for SummerSlam. Uh, is that, uh, uh, I guess, a hint on what's going to happen this week, uh, uh, tomorrow on the uh, Extreme Rules pay-per-view? I don't know. I don't know. I've also heard rumor here that it's going to be a casket match. I heard that too, but uh, there was. I've heard more false rumors about it than positive rumors. About I it. would prefer that false rumor. I would love a casket match. Yeah, but 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 the thing of it is, if if it's a casket match, then <sighs> Drew has to win. He has to win. He can't. I mean, you can't bury Drew. McIntyre in that match you just can't you know if he's going to be one of your top guys you can't do that match and then expect him to lose the Undertaker would have to lose he would. that would be a good send off it would be it could be 
But I think it should be. It should be. <laughs> but I think the way WWE is, they want to savor that. They want to milk the Undertaker all the way up until next year's WrestleMania. That's and a long that's way probably, away. That is a very long way away, and that's probably what they want to do as far as to retire him goes. You know, so that's how I see it. And uh, finally, NXT could move to FS1 to compete directly with AEW's TV show on TNT. And, uh, I don't know about that, but hey. Good luck. Good luck, I say. All I right. mean, good luck with that. <laughs> I mean, we'll see. Exactly. And they would have to change the days because AEW's going to be on Tuesdays and NXT's yeah. on Wednesdays. So they would have Wait. to. Wait. Yeah. I thought, I thought AEW was going to be on Wednesdays. No, it's Tuesdays. 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 Yeah. Okay. So that's Fair like, enough. that's just a spiteful crap right there. That is. Like, you're yeah. going out of your Theirs way now. It's a spiteful business. It is, you know. And uh, WWE's been doing it for so long, and look where they're at now. They're a billion-dollar company. So, you know. Uh, <laughs> All right. right. going to have to step up their But game. Even, even Roman. The, the Roman. The Roman. <laughs> even, <laughs> Jesus. even Rome fell yeah. when it was on the top of its game. That is true. I was there. I was, I was at the Coliseum. <laughs> <laughs> with that being said, I am done with the rumors. Injury. Rick, what do you got? Um, there is somebody that's injured. Um, Josh Sanders' heart. <laughs> uh, with that being said, then let's go straight on to the hot tag news of the week. Yes. Man, this got interesting on our page. Rick, I'll let you take over the reins and explain what happened. I go, um, I'm going to explain it right it now. And it started... It started with the Mount Rushmore yes. of uh, pro wrestling. So you want to take it from there? Yes, absolutely. Because I, I don't yes. even know where it is. So Josh Sanders, our loyal fan, mm-hmm. decided he was going to post on a page, which we all hope that you guys do. We love that you guys post and uh, yes. try to talk to us on our page. So he posted on a page, your Mount Rushmore of wrestling. Yes. Now... Um, I posted my Mount Rushmore was Undertaker, Hulk Hogan, Bret Hart, and Chris Jericho. That was right. my Mount Rushmore. Mm-hmm. And apparently, this was just preposterous to uh, <laughs> Josh Sanders. Now, before I continue, what were you? What are you? What are your uh, Mount Rushmores? Uh, well, I was trying to look for it on our Facebook page. I can't find it for some reason. Um, oh, here it is. Um, well, yeah, you said yours was Bret Hart, Chris Jericho, Undertaker, and Hulk Hogan. And then that's where pretty much it started the, the big debate between you guys. For me, it's Ric Flair, Undertaker, Steve Austin, and the Macho Man. I think the Macho Man had a huge part in wrestling history. Absolutely. So that's why he has to be on there. But there is so many that could go on there. Yep, yep. You know, I only posted the ones that... I guess uh, not affected my wrestling, but you know the ones that stood out. For yeah, me, and I don't disagree you know? with yours at all. Like, if I had another chance, I would, I could pick those four. Like, for yeah. me, it's like it's interchangeable. It depends right. on what you really want. But exactly, Josh yeah. Sanders. Now, before you go on to that, I'll read with somebody else. I, Mimi, what's your Mount Rushmore? Mount Rushmore. Mount Rushmore. Mount Rushmore. Mount Rushmore. Mount Rushmore. Mount Rushmore. Talk about what, that. What's your talk. Mount Rush Mushroom? <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> Andre the Giant. Uh-huh. Oh, Andre, yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin. Okay. Two more. Tito Santana. <laughs> okay. 
and um, Tamina's father. Who? Snooker. Oh, Jimmy Snooker. Jimmy now, Snooker. That's now, interesting. I'll tell, quick, I'll tell you a quick story about Tito Santana. I've wrestled him before. And uh, he's the nicest guy out there. He punches like a baby. And that, that's how much he, he protects you as a worker. But working with him, it was like, it was like a almost like a childhood dream come true because I did idolize him, you know, when he was intercontinental champion and da da da. But I honestly think, in towards his end of his career, when he did the the, Mat- the Matador gimmick, that was just terrible. But it's funny because our good friend Kenny Casanova is almost finishing up his book, Ooh. which I think is awesome um, because Tito's a school teacher. Uh, so you and Rick, uh, you guys got something in common. What do you want? Except Rick is a matador so, de todo, everything else. Yeah, yeah the totos. The, so, and, uh, <laughs> so the funny thing is, is that uh, Tito mentioned the fact, because um, I spoke with Kenny about it, and he said that there was one thing that's in the book, and I laughed so hard, and then Kenny sent me the video. It was a match between him and Brett and Shawn Michaels, and you can see it in the ring. They're both facing each other, and you can read Tito's lips saying, you got a booger in your nose. And then right away, Shawn Michaels <laughs> grabbed it out. And, like, he put it on a loop so that way you could see and you could read his lips. <laughs> Funniest thing ever. So that's the Tito Santana story. And look out for his book from uh, World of Hot Waffles Publishing. And that's Kenny's, Kenny's thing. I don't know why he calls it. I don't know why, but that's a, it's an inside joke. Johnny Demento, a good friend of the show's, uh, he said Flair Hogan, Taker, and Austin. Okay. That's a good one there. Uh, now, this one, uh, Jazzy J, girlfriend, <laughs> you know why I'm laughing, right? She posted Undertaker, Eddie Guerrero, Ray Mysterio, and Jeff Hardy. So then Josh Sanders says, Ray, R-E-Y. And then he says, Eddie, E-D-D-I-E. <laughs> because she spelled Eddie, E-D-D-Y. And she spelled Ray Mysterio, R-E-Y. R-E-Y. So that- <laughs> well, you know, I, I have to say, she that was a good call for her. That is, but uh, get the spelling right. Alright, so then Matt <laughs> Novak. <laughs> That's wrong, but hey, it's okay. Alright, so Matt Novak, he said based in what they did in the industry, Mount Rushmore, not just in ring, Hogan, Rock, Undertaker, Flair. Then all of a sudden him and, and Josh Sanders go at it on the on the on the, on here. Um it was just, it's just uh, a uh, lot. They uh, just uh, went, on the Facebook. On the Facebook, <laughs> yeah. They just went so far into this. I'm not gonna read it all, but I mean, they went back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, man. I was just like, wow. All right, so now we'll go on to what you yeah. and Josh Sanders so, discussed on our Facebook page. Go ahead, Rick. Yeah, Josh Sanders. Basically, first of all, he put Edge in his Mount Rushmore, and I, yeah. I'm sorry, I can't have that. I can't have that. <laughs> and you know what? I didn't say anything to him about that. He came at me for having Chris Jericho. Are you yeah. kidding me? Chris Jericho? You're coming at Chris Jericho? One of the <laughs> best technical wrestlers we have ever seen? The man who can reinvent himself, who's been part of three different WWE eras and was on the top of each and every one of them? Are you kidding yep. me? That mm-hmm. Chris Jericho? That the Chris Jericho who was WCW champion? Who was in ECW? Who was in WWE? Who was in New Japan? Who's in AEW? Who's been at the top of his game in every single one of those things? Who went to Mexico, Canada, Germany, and was at the top? 
Friggin' Chris Lionheart? That Chris Jericho? <laughs> and, and has his own rock group? <laughs> Fozzie? Are you kidding me? That Chris Jericho? <laughs> so basically, he then wanted to make a bet. He's like... Wait, which Chris Jericho again? The best of the world? <laughs> Who went in WCW? <laughs> nah. Um... <laughs> So he wanted to make a bet, and then he wants to insult me, Tony. He insulted yep. me. He said <laughs> that, be, well, seeing how you are so good at bets on the show, I was like, oh, wait, wait a minute, really? Wait a minute. For on his defense, though, your your betting is terrible. It it's is. Terrible. I've never seen you one one bet. Wow! Wow! <laughs> All right, go ahead. Go ahead. So. He wants to make a bet. And I said, you know what? Fine. We'll make a bet. We'll put up a poll. Chris Jericho versus Edge. Who is the better superstar? Mm-hmm. And um, if I lose the bet, then I have to perform Edge's entrance on this day and do the whole shtick. <laughs> but if, I see clearly. if Josh loses, mm-hmm. we don't own the rights to that song. If Josh no, loses. Even if I sang it. He... Is going to automatically be the Rick Serrano the Turd Award recipient for this month's pay per view. Wow. wow. That's one hell of a bet. So we put up a poll. Okay. And the poll was who is the better superstar, Chris Jericho or Edge? So now, wait a minute. There was more to this bet, wasn't there? Uh, well, About there the was. Percentage. Yeah, so there was going to be more. There was going to be a lot more. If there, if um, if it was like a 70-30 finish, right. then it would have been worse for Josh and worse for me. But right. we didn't so, get all there. So Okay, so Matt Novak, again, because he got in the middle of this, he Jesus. wrote, anyone who can compete in all these major companies and still be relevant is definitely doing something right. And he put out the T-shirts of uh, WCW Monday Jericho. Raw is Jericho, and AEW is Jericho. Josh replied back saying Edge was loyal to WWE, and he had to retire early, not by choice. Then you came into this, Rick, and said Jericho was always loyal to every company. He was always on good terms with WWE up until AEW. Josh came out, and he says, up until, yeah, then he switched to AEW, which in turn breaks loyalty. Edge would have never done that that's the difference you came out and you said he was always free to go as he pleased when he came to wwe they only got upset uh, because they fear aew edge wouldn't survive anywhere outside of wwe he can't reinvent himself like jericho could uh josh came back with you can you take that back (laughs) (laughs) Edge would have been fine He went from a tag team king To an ultimate opportunist To the rated R superstar I remember hearing I remember hearing a story That if Jericho lost that undisputed title match With The Rock and Austin That he was going to leave Edge did not want to wrestler For the indies Can't blame him one bit uh, WWE is the best in the wrestling world. Jericho on Mount Rushmore of wrestling just makes me laugh even hearing it. Edge did more in WWE than Y2J ever or will ever do. I'm not going to read everything because you guys went crazy. Yo, I'll just, fi- I'll just finish it yeah. up with this. It's that Edge cannot reinvent himself. The rated R superstar and the ultimate opportunist is the same thing. 
The only difference was from the Brood to Tag Team Edge. That was the biggest difference. Well, well and from the Tag Team, team to Rated R Superstar. Yeah, and Ultimate Opportunities and Rated R is the same thing. There was no <laughs> big difference. Jericho, yo, he's the ultimate. He's charisma. He is charisma in itself. He can do anything and everything. He's a top heel. He's a top babyface. Edge couldn't talk on the mic for donkey balls. That he dude, was, he was good. He, wasn't he was that okay. Bad. Yeah, he was okay. He, he was, was good. donkey balls. But he, he wasn't like, donkey balls. He wasn't great. Donkey balls. Because he thinks it's Sunday. <laughs> Yo, it's not Sunday. Jericho was <laughs> the ultimate. He was the best on the mic. He was great at making you hate him, making you great at making you love him. But Edge, the one thing I will on. say, uh, the one thing I will say about Jericho is that he is really good at creating something and making it big. Mm-hmm. Yes, you know, I will say that. Like the whole list thing, you know, obviously we got that from him through our book. But you know, when he did that list, I don't, I don't think anybody thought that that was going to be the way it but was. But the thing is, too, can I interrupt? God, um, the thing is, too, that I like about Jericho is that Jericho can build up another wrestler as well True. absolutely i True. have not seen I, edge I or ever seen edge do that and and yeah. edge is john cena 2.0 please but but to me. be to play devil's advocate too you know if edge wasn't hurt and didn't have that severe neck injury would he surpass jericho no. as far as talent and and what he could accomplish in the business Would've, absolutely not should have no no, no. i mean mm-hmm. Like Edge was John Cena 2.0. Honestly, what is Ooh. what is Edge's move set? He had him and John Cena had great matches together, but there was like eight moves total between the two. So right. I'm sorry, Edge is not nowhere near Mount Rushmore. And like again, I still don't put Edge in my top 50, and that's just Damn. me. You know what I'm saying? That's Damn. me. You know, you know, I, and I have to say, um, not playing devil's advocate or anything like that, but pl- being Switzerland. It's your POV. That's the purpose of it. Everybody of has their own POV. So your Mount your, 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 your Mount Rushmore <laughs> is different than me. everybody else's. Exactly. There's no need to make bets that you're gonna lose. <laughs> that's he's Rick. only saying that. Yeah. The, now, now I'm gonna read a few more comments, and then we're gonna go to the. To the polls, Jay Havel said, "Has to be Y2J for longevity and the fact uh, he keeps reinventing himself." Uh, Scott Heisenberg, whoa, 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 he's alive. He's he is alive. <laughs> Say my name. <laughs> now, see, he kind of said what I said. If Edge didn't have the injuries, it would be a better conversation. Who was the better heel would be a better argument. Hmm. No. Hmm. no, 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 no. Shut okay. up. Juan Espaliat, he said Y2J, and it's not debatable. Uh, Dylan James Skinner says Edge. Damn, that's all he said. He didn't want to hear nothing else, but he just said Edge. That was it. Uh, Let me see, Josh Sanders again. He says he, hey, it ain't like it's not close to being 50. Oh, he was talking about the poll results. Uh, Matthew William Beck, he says Y2J is lame. Damn, wow. man. Said nobody wow. ever. <laughs> That's true, man. Holy shit. Um, let me see. Let me see what we got. Uh, oh, my God. Is, this is a real name. Chuck 
Chalkan, Chito, Nahalau, and Basatibi. <laughs> I am not lying. Look at that name. That's a long name. <laughs> he said Edge is a B minus wrestler and gives C promos. Never should have made it past the mid card. Got him. Wow. wow. Alrighty then. My God. Doji Singh, he says, I don't see why Edge gets the pops he gets. I never thought of him as a main eventer. Jericho, though, has changed his look and his style through the years and is always reinventing himself. I don't think I could show enough respect for him as he really is that damn good. Wow. Michael Pacielli, he said, I can't imagine Jericho had a better career, but I prefer Edge. He's one of the reasons I got into wrestling. Uh, Jim Cramer says, dead heat if Edge didn't hurt his neck. See? And, you know, that's a few. I love, there's some emojis. Maybe not emojis. It could of, be. I there's don't some know. gifts of Edge. Uh, Jericho is on my Mount Rushmore. The guy is 100% all in the business. Uh, Terrence Summer says, Edge is the, one of my favorites of all time. Jericho is in my top five of all time. I never liked So, Edge, I mean, there's so. a lot of different opinions about it. And I think the major one is, you know, the fact is, if he didn't hurt his neck, because that's how I see it. Um, which one of the better, who had the better career? I have to go with Jericho. But I do wonder if, if Edge didn't hurt his neck, would he be at the same level as Jericho, or even better? I don't you know? know if he would be. I don't think we can answer that question, and it's not fair to answer that question. You know what I'm saying? I mean, right now, if I had to vote, I would vote. Jericho, I would, based on what both careers has done. Um, would Edge be in my top 20? Yeah, he would. He would. In my top 10? Sorry, mm-hmm. I don't think he would be. Not in my top 10, but that's my POV. So now the results. You guys ready for this? Yes, I am. <laughs> uh, 57% went with Chris Jericho. went with Edge. So, there you go. Sorry, Josh. It was close, though. Yeah, so so close. He can't can't argue that. I mean, it was close. So, um, (laughs) Rick, take it away with the rest of it. All right. So, Josh Sanders, you are the Rick Serrano, the Turn Award recipient, because you lost to me. Who loses bets? Not me. I am undefeated in bets in 2019, baby. So, now, this is, is what's going to happen. Since 2019? What? Yeah, I haven't lost a bet. 2018 was his last bet? Didn't you bet he, Little B? No, no. He bet Jazzy J. Yeah, and I beat her. Always beat her. <laughs> All right. So, undefeated in bets. So, Josh Sanders, you are now the Rick Serrano the Turtle War recipient because you lost his bet. Now, listen, Josh. I am a reasonable guy. I'm not the kind of guy that likes to rub it in and make oh, you God. smell the turd that you are. But this is what we're going to do, Josh. How about a double or nothing bet? And when I say double or nothing, I mean double or nothing for you. Because I won my bet. So this is what we're going to do, Josh. (laughs) If you want to accept this bet, you just say, all right, I accept on our Facebook page. And then we know. So this is what we're going to do, Josh. I want you to play the pay-per-view point game. Even though you're going to be last place regardless, I want you to play this (laughs) game. 
And this is why. You and me are going to go head-to-head in the pay-per-view points game. Now, if I lose to you, then you know what, Josh? You will no longer be the the Rick Serrano to turn to war recipient. Okay? If he beats you. If he beats Just me. you. Just me. Okay. Now, if I win. Oh, boy. Then, Josh, the Rick Serrano, the turn award will be renamed the Josh Sandturn oh. Award. <laughs> for the rest of time. Wait, what is it going to be called? The Josh Sandturn Award. <laughs> oh, my God. So, Josh. Oh. So, I say he has until what? The end of Saturday or, or early morning Sunday to, to accept yeah, I'll, I'll the a, challenge? I'll give him 10 a.m. Eastern Sunday time. Sunday? Okay. Yep, 10 so a.m. Eastern. You have till 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time to reply. Put it on our Facebook page uh, to confirm this bet. Rick is feeling lucky. Rick is feeling yeah, lucky feeling for the good. first time ever. You know? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, need I go over how great I am at this pay-per-view points game? Oh, Do no. I need to name all the things, my accomplishments? Oh, God, no, we don't. No. All right. <laughs> so there you go. <laughs> so I can definitely beat Josh Sanders in a one-on-one matchup wow. for sure. I've been doing it for a long time. So, Josh, accept the bet. And you may not lo- no longer be the Rick Serrano Turtle War recipient or... You may be the new Josh Sanders. So wait, wait, wait. I, I, I didn't get the rest. Now, if he beats you, then what happens? Then I take him off. He's not going to be the Rick Serrano, the Turtle War recipient. Oh, okay. The, yeah. But it'll be a different person. Though. Yeah, it'll be yeah, whoever's in last place. Yep. Okay. Sounds fair. All right. So, Josh, you got till uh, 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time uh, to respond. So pl- put it on our Facebook page. And uh, if you got any additional comments... Feel free to put them on there. So, <laughs> all right. With that being said, that is it for the hot tag news. <laughs> Again, if you guys have anything you want us to discuss about or talk about and put it as a poll, put it as a comment on our page or whatever, post it on our page. Okay. We'll definitely talk about it. Um, we've been getting a lot of responses lately and we really, really appreciate it. It just makes the show go longer, uh, <laughs> but, uh, it's, it's gonna, it's a lot of fun doing it. I enjoyed doing it. And, and just like I said, wrestling POV is basically just your own point of view. Nobody's really wrong about what they say. That's just how they feel. Except so, Josh Sanders. Except Josh Sanders. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Bad luck. Guy. Um, no. <laughs> All right. With that being said, let's go over Rod notes. Starts off with Seth and Becky versus Andrade and Selena Vega. I like this match. The only thing I did not like is the fact that Becky pinned Selena Vega, which I don't got a problem with, but it seems like they didn't know what to do after that. Uh, Selena did some things uh, to uh, Seth, which I that's what it needs. It's To me, this was a hot start for Raw. Uh, nice, good promo. Not promo. Um opening segment for this uh lacy came out uh chasing after becky and then they brawled it and a lot of shit went on big the punch thing, the, yeah yeah that was that was a but stiff. the thing that had me rolling was when lacy evans now granted i know it's her gimmick and she wears the hat but sometimes you might girl leave the hat in the back sometimes because you're too concerned about it um like before she when she threw that punch you saw she automatically went to grab her hat 
because it was falling. Oh, no. Stop. You know, don't pay attention to that shit. Just leave it. Either leave it in the back, or if it does fly off, it flies off. But what I found was funny during this match was uh, when she was outside in, in the crowd and her hat fell, and she tells this old lady to pick up her fucking hat. And the old lady <laughs> did. But then she snatches it from her. Like, oh my God, that's so fucking wrong of you, man. But it was hilarious. And, and, and I'm digging this character that she has. And it was just like when, I forgot, it was you uh, or Rick showed me when she was uh, the coming into the building and there was fans. And then a fan wanted oh, to high I showed five. You that one. Yeah, and then she grabbed the napkin first and then the dog five. <laughs> that is living your gimmick. And I love it when wrestlers do that. It just makes it more oomph. So overall, I gave it a three. It was a good start. So I gave it a three. You guys? Um, I gave it a 2.5. I liked the, the match, but the thing that I didn't like was elimination intergender match. Yeah. It makes yeah, no that sense. I didn't like, yeah. yeah. Because if Andrade wins, what happens? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, um, but I think it would have just been Becky and Selena in there, but uh, yeah, that I just didn't like. But they only, uh, it's like they're doing dumb shit like that yeah. lately. And, I, and it's all because they don't want them to wrestle during a commercial. Stupid. Yeah. Mimi, what'd you give him? I gave it a, a two because of the disqualification. Okay. And then up next, it was The Miz and The Usos versus Elias and The Revival. Another two out of three falls. Come on. What are they man. thinking, man? What, what are, are they, they doing? Thinking? But the commercial was, crap. It, and that's what it is. You know, this was a good match. Um, wasn't the greatest, um, but it, to me, a little bit confusing. Not too bad, but I gave it a two, right? I went one and a half. I'm sick of these two out of three falls. I'm sick of the, the miss. Two out of three falls is what's killing it. Yeah. I you don't know? like it. Um, Mimi. But I gave the it Usos a two. Great. The Usos are yeah. great. Yeah. Mimi? I gave it a two. Okay. The same reasons that Rick just yeah. said. Uh, then up next, Ray Mysterio comes back and he says uh, he has an open challenge. And who it was? Fucking Bobby Lashley. <laughs> <laughs> now, who, did, who did he piss in their Cheerios to, to have this happen to him? He freaking loses. I gave this a one. It was just bad. It, it was just terrible. I went with a two. I loved it. I love that Bobby Lashley <laughs> came back and just said, yo, you're Rey Mysterio, bro. I'm about to destroy you. I loved it. Two. Me. <laughs> I, I, I did a, a one. Okay. Because he destroyed Rey Mysterio. He beat the shit and, out and of it's him. Like, He's Rey Mysterio, for yeah. God's sakes. Beat the crap out of him. You know, you know, he's not supposed to get beat the fuck up like that. Now, up next, for, for some odd reason, I was looking forward to this match because I'm thinking, all right, they, they're finally going to give a little push to No Way Jose. He went up against Cesaro. He got his ass whooped. This one, I mean, it, it's only because it was just a little bit entertaining. I gave it a one and a half stars. So, that's all. I, I, mean, I am... I, Sorry. I gave it a one and a half as well. All right, Rick. You know, I'm shocked. I went two and a half. I am <laughs> really. I'm all in. I'm all in on Cesaro kicking ass and taking names. I'm sorry, yeah. man. Yeah. So I was. But, I was. I, mean, for I, was it. I guess you no. Know, you're right, but at the same time, I was looking more forward to seeing Noe Jose get some kind of freaking offensive right. in, because and it didn't happen. And I agree with Tony in that aspect of it because in NXT he was he badass. Was, he was. It was. He was, and but but at the same time, he did not have a fucking conga line either. No, 
know? He came in dancing, but he ain't had no conga no, line. He, he's that Rose guy. Adam Rose. Again. Adam Rose. Yeah. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. All right. So up next, the Viking Raiders versus two jobbers. You know what was weird is because I like same with how you like the Cesaro kicking ass. I like the Viking Raiders kicking ass, and I gave this one a two and a half. Rick, I went, I went the opposite with this one. See? I went one and a half. I'm like, I'm sick of it. <laughs> Guys, get them a story. I like, I like well, th- I think it's gonna happen after Extreme Rules. It's just that doing it this way still makes shows them that they're dominant. And they the guys are very freaking talented. I, that's why I gave it a two and a half. I was so entertained by it. Uh, yeah, and I was entertained by it as well, even though I didn't know who the other two were. And apparently <laughs> that's why. Yeah. Um, I gave it a two. All right. Up next, it was Ricochet versus Gallows. Uh, Ricochet ended up winning it, but then he went on to face Anderson, and he won that one. This was okay. Um, I just like Ricochet in general. So just to, you know, because it was him, I gave it a two and a half. So I wasn't, you know, too overly hyped about this, but I, it was still an entertaining, entertaining match for me. Rick? Yeah, for me, it's just like I'm just sick of seeing uh, I beat you, now beat him. You know, yeah. it's just like, come on, guys. Like, we don't need yeah. to keep doing this to fill up time. I went with a mm-hmm. two. Um, I love Ricochet. I love the club, but th- yeah. stop with this. Back and yeah. forth, like they I, gotta. What they gotta do is they gotta close this out after Extreme Rules and do something else. You yeah. know what I'm saying? To show that this stable is gonna be dominant. So, yep. but we have our pay-per-view points game later on, and we'll talk about that later. Mimi, I gave it a three because oh, really? Ricochet. I okay. love Ricochet. Bing, 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 bing. Uh, up next was Bailey versus Sarah Logan. This wasn't too bad. I, uh, Sarah Logan seems to be improving to me, but I still only gave it a two stars. Rick? I went one and a half. Not that impressed. Yeah. Mimi? I gave it a 2.5. Really? Yeah. Okay. Uh, then it was Nikki Cross. Oh, oh, by the way, this was the beat the clock challenge thing. That's why they were having this match. Sorry. Um, and then Nikki Cross had to beat Bailey's time, which she did. She pinned Dana Brooke. Um, this was also a two. Um uh, Nikki uh, gave the stipulation of putting herself in the match. Uh, now, I heard the reason why they added her to the match is because Alexa Bliss came down with a real nasty cold, and they don't know if she's going to still be available by Sunday. So that's why they added Nikki to this match. So, all right, sure. But it furthers along with the storyline, though, that Nikki's got to do all this work. Right. You know? So, but yeah, I gave it a two, right? I gave it a one. I'm not a big fan of Dana Brooke. Um, but I do uh, love this story. I love the handicap match that they're doing uh, against Bailey. And when we go to the pay-per-view points game, I have a little something. So do I. So do I. All right. So then finally in the main event, it was Roman and uh, Masked Wrestler. The janitor, janitor, supposedly, versus Drew and Shane. Uh, and it ended up being Drew and Shane winning this match. Uh, this, I gave it two. Under the mask, it ended up being Cedric uh, Alexander, not Cedric ent- the Entertainer. Um, and it was okay. Um, I was a little bit shocked by them adding Cedric uh, Alexander to this. Uh, that's why I gave it a two. I wasn't, there wasn't nothing really. To close it out wasn't really that great uh, for a go-home show, so that's why I gave it a two. Mimi? I gave it a two because I didn't like it at all. Jesus. All right. Rick? I gave it a one and a half because I didn't like it at all. <laughs> I I don't understand why you put Cedric in this mix. Second of all, 
If you're going to add Cedric, why were you going to have him lose? Exactly, yeah. Why have Shane mm-hmm. win? Like, it makes exactly. no sense to me. It, it so makes one and no half. sense. Right. So, it didn't make any sense uh, The overall, I gave Raw a two. A two stars. Um, it was actually 1.8888. So, rounded off to two. And I'm glad I did this because what I have on the other ones played a big factor into my decision on who I'm going for this week. Um, and uh, we'll talk about it for earlier, uh, later on. So, that is your Raw. Um, if you guys went along with us and agreed with us or had the same score, hey, good for you. Um, <laughs> Rick, so, how many stars was Raw for you? Uh, for me, uh, actually the same exact as Tony. Two stars and it was 1.8. That, no and I kidding. Rounded up. Yeah, exactly wow. the same. Yeah. Wow. Mimi. Uh, it was two stars, but mine was 2.22. Mm, interesting. Okay. All right. So now, of course, we've got SmackDown Breakdown, NXT POV, and the WWE Pay-Per-View Points game coming up after we take this quick pause for the cows. So I guess we'll be right back, I guess. I don't know. Jesus. Unless what do y'all going. want from me? I mean, I don't you know. Keep going. I don't know what they want. What do you guys want? Josh Sanders, turtle work soon? Maybe? <laughs> <laughs> we'll be right back. Hi, uh, I'm WWE superstar Charlotte Flair, also known as the Queen, and uh, listen to Wrestling POV podcast and always do it with Flair. Woo! And we are back, ladies and gentlemen. The Wrestling POV podcast is affiliated with the Collar and Elbow brand. Make sure you go to collarandelbowbrand.com and save yourself 10% by using promo code WPOV. Not only are you helping your local indie wrestlers, but you're helping people like us, the Wrestling POV Podcast and Wrestling POV Global. By using promo code WPOV, the CollarDoubleBrand.com. You go shop on there. They got some great t-shirts, got some hats, got some hoodies, got some bags, got some sunglasses. Still working on that goddamn underwear, but <laughs> we will get there sooner rather than later. But just remember when you're checking out, use the promo code WPOV. Save yourself 10%. It's not yeah. 9. It's 10. No. 10%. No. Why would people think it's 9 when it's 10%? 10%. It's a lot. Golly almighty. All right. It's now time for the SmackDown Breakdown. Are you ready? Parking lot brawl between Kevin Owens and Dolph Ziggler. Uh, I, I, I enjoyed it. I, I, I did too. This is probably the freaking opening segment. Good start for SmackDown in a long time. Yeah, it was. Uh, I it, gave it a three. Right. Wasn't even. Wow. They were duking. I gave that shit a three. Yeah. They were duking it out. They had Shane McMahon come out and say, "Go home, Kevin," <laughs> and uh, tell Dolph Ziggler that, that he's going to be fighting later on and. Uh, that the main event match was canceled between Kevin Owens and Dolph Ziggler. I really enjoyed it, and it continued as the show was opening up. Kevin Owens comes out, grabs a mic, and it's just like... Got the pipe bomb. Boom! Shaka-laka-laka-laka. <laughs> I mean... Now, go ahead, maybe. Can, uh, Do you think it was a work, or do you think he was being truthful? I think it was a little bit of both, honestly. I honestly think he was just... 
going in there. He was talking fast. He knew Shane McMahon was coming out. So he was like, I got to get this out there real quick. And he was dropping names and stuff like that. I really enjoyed this. Kevin Owens, basically, if you didn't watch SmackDown, was basically just saying that it's a ridiculous that Shane McMahon comes out, calls himself the best in the world, that he's taking up people's time, like Liv Morgan, uh, Apollo Crews, Ali, and stuff like that. And he just basically told the truth that yeah. what us, the fans, <laughs> are sick of seeing. Yeah. And uh, he and basically also said about how the McMahons came out months ago saying how things are going to be different. And they did. But Shane just went on an ego trip. Uh, mm-hmm. Shane cut off a couple of mics and everything. And uh, basically, Kevin Owens then just ran off. Uh, I gave this opening segment, which was about eight minutes long, which was perfect. Yeah. I gave it a four. I really, wow. really enjoyed it. Yeah, I gave the whole thing a three. I thought it was a really good start for SmackDown, and it was about damn time they got a hot start. You know, I mean, even though it's their typical uh, promo, basically. But the thing I liked about it is that they mixed it up. You know, there was a little bit of a fight. Then you got that asshole Shane, but then you got Kevin Owens dropping a pipe bomb. So that's why I gave it a three. I gave it a three. About Maybe. time. I gave it a three point five. Nice. Awesome. All right. Uh, next up. Another match I was excited about, Nakamura versus Finn Balor. Now, when I was watching this match, I was like, oh, they're going to squash Nakamura. They can't do that. They cannot yeah. do this to Nakamura. We said it last week. If Nakamura wins this match, they need to have him like, kick ass and take names, like Stomping Ground says. <laughs> um, yep. He, and he basically did. He washed the floor yeah. with Finn Balor. He kept kicking, knocking him outside the ring up until a nine count came back. And just picked up the win with the Kinshasa. I gave this match a four as well. I wow. was just all in on it. I love uh, Finn Balor and Nakamura. Now, remember, if the Demon comes out, Nakamura needs to beat him. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Nakamura needs yeah. to beat the Demon so Nakamura can get his, his stuff back. What did you give it, Tony? Now, I gave it a 2.5 because, granted, I did like this match. But there was a lot of key things that played factor into it which is number one like granted i love the fact that these two were finally gonna you know i got hyped for it but having shinsuke win made finn look weak Mm -hmm. okay because then it's just going to show that he can't beat people unless he's the demon which is i think the stupidest thing that they could have ever done to finn you know what I'm saying? Because he's talented either if he puts that makeup on or not. He's still talented. And they're showing that he can be beat, you know, when he's not this other character. It's like it's the stupidest thing the WWE could have done to him. So I agree with what you said, Rick, is that if they do this match and he comes out the demon. Yeah, I think it would be great that Shinsuke beats him as the demon. But if it would have showed that Finn beat Shinsuke... It wasn't going to hurt Shinsuke as long as they kept that storyline together mm-hmm. because, number one, we haven't seen the IC title in how long? You yep. know what I'm saying? And it's nothing against Finn. I like Finn as an athlete. He's a very talented. But you put it on him for a reason, and then yet you don't show him. Mm-hmm. And then on top of that, you have him lose. On a non-title fight. It's like, uh, come on, man. You know, I, there was a lot of things. And like you said, Shinsuke took over this match. Was, it was about freaking time. But he did it to the wrong person. Right. 
They shouldn't have done that to Finn. So that's why I gave it a 2.5 because I'm like, ah, there was so many things wrong, and, and they got to steer away from this, you know, Finn can only win if he's the demon. Right. So the only way to break that is actually is, is, is what you said, Rick, you know, is Shinsuke's got to beat him as the demon and yeah. for the belt. So maybe- yeah. You know, that's a great point, and I, at first I didn't agree with what Rick said, but now that you, you made it clearer to me, I agree that he needs to beat him as a demon. Mm-hmm. Um, I gave it a two because of the, exactly what you both said, that they screwed Finn Balor over. Yeah. And uh, granted, it was it was a good match, but that, there was just a lot of things wrong with it. I do have to say, though, I do disagree with the part where uh, Shinsuke can do well if he lost. I don't see that. I think if Shinsuke lost, it would have made it worse for him. Finn no. Balor is the kind of guy, the baby face, that can bounce back from anything, honestly. Like, yeah, but you see, you got to look at it this way, too. You know, with both of these guys, they're both in their, they're, they're, they're not in their prime, but with Finn being champion, that's that's the biggest problem. Now, yeah. if Finn wasn't champion, then I, 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 all day I'd be like, yup, Shinsuke needed this win. But if, if Finn would have won for me, would have made this match more interesting going in because with Shinsuke, if he would have lost, he could have did this whole crazy thing and attacked Finn from behind, beat the fuck out of him, and to show that he's fucking, now he's getting angry. This this could have been a whole different side to Shinsuke if he lost. You know, the, and but they had to do it that way. You know, having him beat, you know, attack Finn from behind, beating the crap out of him, because then him Shinsuke beating the demon would have been that much more better. Okay. You know? I can see that. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, so, yeah. Uh, next up, we have Shane McMahon uh, announces Dolph Ziggler is going to face Roman Reigns in the main event. And that him yeah. and Drew McIntyre and uh, Elias are going to be out there. Elias has no purpose in this group. <laughs> he doesn't. He doesn't. They just need to leave him alone. Let him do they his thing like need he did leave to continue his gimmick with Walk with Elias. Samoa Joe cut a pretty decent promo talking about how he's going to take the WWE title. Um, Yeah. yeah, You sounded just like him, my God. Yeah, yeah. I felt like he was here. I gave myself chills. Rick, Rick, Rick. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. Rick, All right, that was Rick, um, Rick. <laughs> Next up, we had the Bailey Nikki Cross contract signing. Um, this right here, I gave it a two. I was just, wow, I enjoyed you're being it. Nice. I enjoyed it to an extent, but um, it was the boringest thing I've ever yeah, seen. Yeah, it, it wasn't that. I gave it uh, a point five. Wow, Damn. I did too. Mimi did too. <laughs> yeah, so I was being real nice because I just <laughs> I enjoy Bailey, but Nikki Cross and all the talking. <laughs> but not only that though, and I love Nikki Cross. Don't get me wrong, man. She's like one of my favorites. This whole character of hers gotta go. It does. I, I'm rooting for her. I do hope she does win a belt one day. But in this promo. It's, it looks like she couldn't stare Bailey in the face. She kept talking. She was just like, so at, at WrestleMania, I'm going to beat you for the title. Oh. <laughs> like, oh, poor Nick. She can't. What is wrong with her? She, she can't look at her face. She's crazy. That's what is wrong with her. But she ain't acting like it. Well, she brought it back. In the Carmella match, which I was really happy about, Nikki mm-hmm. Cross versus Carmella. I thought this was a great match. Nikki Cross picks up the win. It was 
It was a lot of action from Nikki Cross, which we haven't seen in a while, this crazy side of her. I gave it a 2.5. I really enjoyed the matchup between the two. I gave it a 1.5. I I think it needed more time because and especially with Carmella is like yeah. if for me they just threw Carmella into this, you know? Yeah. It's like of course. Yeah. her out. Yeah. Yeah. And only I mean, because only because she's got the whole 24/7 title thing going right. with our truth. That's it. And so it, for me they could have put somebody else in besides right. her. I agree. So that's why I gave it a 1.5. What you go, baby? I went a 2. All right. Uh, next up, we had Paige backstage <laughs> talking to the Iconics, um, the Iconics who apparently them. were under the weather. <laughs> they, they had mad cow uh, bird, flu. bird flu disease. <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with them, man? Um, and uh, Paige slapped the shit out yeah, of Billy Kay. And then she said, uh-uh, uh, I thought you were sick. Yeah. So, um, and uh, this, this should have been a better built up. Jesus, this should Christ. have been an extreme rules match. I don't understand or, why we're yeah. dragging it out and saying we'll we'll come back we'll when you feel better. Week. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's like, stupid. Uh, like so, really, yeah. Thanks. yeah. As much as I like the iconics, this this wasn't. No. Uh, um, no. Yeah, they're not fighting. So, no. Uh, next up, we had the tag team summit, which was <laughs> some shit because. <laughs> I, I gave it. I gave it a yeah. I gave it a one. Um, I enjoyed I, Otis I and a, Tucker. I gave it a point five only because of Otis and Tucker. <laughs> Seriously, it, the rest was just terrible. <laughs> My God, come on, Tucky. Yeah, yeah. I I gave it a one. Wow. All right. I mean, I like I said, I'm enjoying them. I do enjoy Daniel Bryan and Rowan. I loved when um. Ah, uh, they said, was it the New Day said something about his mama, Eric, Eric Rowan, yeah. or oh, who's your daddy? Oh, who's your yeah. daddy? And yeah. Eric Rowan was all angry. So I did enjoy that. I do enjoy the New Day without Kofi, though. I enjoy them more, let's say that. Yeah. Without Kofi. Yep. Um, next up, we had Alan. Oh, we had the, ta- the, the triple threat yeah. match. Otis yeah. against Xavier Woods and Daniel Bryan. Um, I gave this a two. I love that Otis picked up the win. It makes it a little more difficult for my pay-per-view points oh, game yeah, pick. It does. Um, yep. But, yeah, Otis picked up a big win. I thought it was a he great did. match between the three. So I gave this a two. I, d- I had the same way. I gave it a two only because of Otis, to be honest. Yeah, and I did as well. And, and, you know, the thing of it is, like, I'm a big fan of Xavier Woods, but he was barely in this match. Yes. Yeah, you know? he was. So, but uh, I gave it. I gave it a two because of Otis. He he did really. He's a he's a good uh, talent. Yes. You know, and he like I cannot help but every time I see him, it reminds me of Chris Farley. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, next up, we know who Alistair Black will be facing at Extreme Rules. Yep, Cesaro. Cesaro. I mean, did you have to have the mouthpiece in your mouth? I, I know, right? What the fuck? <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> like, man. <laughs> yeah, and then you hear no. it too. It's <laughs> me. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Good. It's my microphone. So, yeah, so I'm excited to see it, but Alistair Black is winning. But he needs to win. <laughs> if they did all this for him to lose. Oh, oh wait a second! What if Cesaro and his crew porn stash, uh Robert Roode <laughs> and uh, EC3 in. come out? That, that would be nice, but 
<laughs> probably won't oh, happen. Oh, <laughs> shit. It may Maybe. happen. Yeah, yeah, we'll see. <laughs> um, and then the main event, or should I say the lame event, Roman Reigns defeated Zolf Ziggler. You thought um, this was lame, really? I th- The reason why I gave it a 1.5 was wow. because at the end of it all, Kevin Owens comes out and stunners Shane McMahon. So I was really excited about that. <laughs> um, but uh, it was, it was a, uh, if I could, I would give it a 2. But I already gave it a 1.5. So I, I'm going 1.5. I gave it a 3. I enjoyed wow. this match. Yeah. Really? Yeah, I did. I really liked this match. I mean, um, it, I wasn't invested in it, put it that way. <laughs> Mimi. I gave it a two. Okay. All right. That's it? So <laughs> it wasn't that's like it. I wasn't entertained. Okay. I was. Are you not entertained? Are you not no, entertained? No, I was not. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So that's your SmackDown breakdown this week, yep. ladies and gentlemen. I gave it uh, 2.5 stars for this week. I gave it a two stars also. Same as Raw. But, again, I, like I said, there's other factors into my decision this week, and I'm glad I did it this way, too. So, Mimi, overall? Well, overall, it was 1.60. So, a two. So, it's a two. Okay. All right. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Very, very interesting. It is. It is. All righty. But stupid. <laughs> it is now time for NXT POV Monomia. <laughs> All right. NXT opens up with Tony's Sugar Doubling, Io Shirai. <laughs> Fried dumpling, get it right. And she says she doesn't need any friends and Mm-mm. doesn't need any of us. I no. Like, okay. No. Except, so, t- except for her honey bear. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So that was we go way interesting. Back. Yeah. Um, but I really enjoyed it. I um, enjoyed Io Shirai and her demonic stages. So I gave it a 2.5, yeah. honestly. Yeah. I gave it a 1. Wow. Really? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Yeah, it was, was a like good the promo. Latest, that wasn't a good promo. She barely said anything. The crowd <laughs> hated she, her. She stood there for like five minutes, and then all she said, "I don't, I don't I need to anyone of y'all." I gave it a two because she did good. Okay, she's doing it good. She's doing it good. <laughs> doing it good. <laughs> um, now speaking of doing nothing. <laughs> I am sorry, but the North American Championship is being held hostage by Velveteen Dream. It is. I it is. am not enjoying this. Um, he was ducking questions about who is next, and uh, yeah. then one of the this was pretty bad. Announcer says uh, strong he, about Roderick Strong saying he deserves it, and he's like, "Oh, Roderick Strong mm-hmm. doesn't deserve it." I give this a point five. I am, I am getting sick and tired. They're going to kill Velveteen before he even goes into the main roster. They, they, this this North American title does not fit him. Does not suit him. He shouldn't mm-hmm. be having it. He should move on to either the heavyweight championship or move up to the main roster because Velveteen, for me, is dying very, very quickly. I agree. Tony. I, I agree. agree. I gave it the same thing. Same me thing. Me too. Wow. All right. Uh, Damian Priest defeated Blanco Loco. Oh. <laughs> uh, I give it a two. Uh, Damian Priest, I mean, again... Uh, we know what punishment Martinez can do. Yeah. Um, but he got to get I, a story. I Why is he a, not fighting Velveteen? Exactly. Um, I gave. I, I know they're trying to build him up and everything, which is fine. I'm a huge fan of punishment Martinez or Damian Priest now, but 
I looked at this match, you know, as a worker, I gave it a 1.5 only because there was some and, and but the thing of it is, it wasn't Damian Priest's fault. It was the other guy, Blanco Loco. He was terrible. Yeah. He was just bad. And if you notice, he had to do that clothesline twice. Yep. To, to make it, you know, give it that effect. So he had to do it again. So I don't blame Damian Priest in this match. I blame the other guy, which I'm sorry to say in wrestling, and Rick, you should know this too. In wrestling, if you're working with somebody, that guy's got to make you look good just as much exactly. as you make that other guy look good. Yep. And this guy, Blanco Loco, um, you know, he didn't do that for him. Right. He didn't. So that's why I gave it a 1.5. And I'm a huge punishment or uh, Damian Priest fan too. Mimi. I gave it a two. All right. Interesting. The same thing I did. Uh, Killian <laughs> Dane is being repackaged and doing the whole Irish folklore stuff. No. No. <laughs> we don't need no more of that. Just be a big badass. That's it. <laughs> um, then we had uh, Jordan Miles uh, defeat Boa. Now, this was a good match. I really mm-hmm. enjoyed this match. This was for advancement. In the breakthrough mm-hmm. tournament, um, yeah, Jordan Miles looked really good. Boa looked really good from China. You know uh, that Jordan Miles guy, if he gets called up to the main roster, I think he needs to team up with Apollo Crews. That would be good. Mm-hmm. That would be mm-hmm. a good tag team. Yeah. Um, looking at this again, I was looking at it as a, as a worker. Um, there was a lot of mistakes in this, too. Uh, Jordan Miles needs a lot of work. Very, very talented, though, but he needs a lot, a lot of work. What he did at the end of the match, dude, no. <laughs> just stand up and be happy. He laid on the ground like this with his legs crossed, and I was just like, dude, seriously? You know, too much smiling. Yeah. Um, it's okay to smile. I'm not saying that it's not. It's okay to smile, but during the match, it's like, eh, unless you're a heel. He wasn't playing a heel. He was being a baby face, and, you know, for me – I did enjoy this match because I watched it twice, one as a worker, one as a fan, and I did enjoy it. So I gave it a 2.5. I gave it a 3. I really enjoyed Boa. Boa really Mm -hmm. impressed me. Um, So hopefully we see more of him. I know he didn't win the match, but uh, Boa really impressed me. Um, Shayna Baszler talking down Mia Yim, basically saying, (laughs) I heard that. I've been there, done that. You know, okay. (laughs) Uh, Then we had the street. Profits defeating Lorkin and Birch. Gave yep. it a three. Really enjoyed Saturday. the match. Yeah, um, same thing. Good back and forth action. Uh, after the match, the Undisputed Era comes out, and I guess that's what we're getting next, Street Profits and the Undisputed Era. Yeah, that's what it looks like. But, um, no, I gave it a three, too. Um, the Street Profits are improving, um, which is good. It's a good thing because I wasn't a big fan of theirs a, a while back, you know, but they've improved, and I got to give them that credit. Um, I, but I think having the belts just it's like they're getting a little bit too good for their own, so they need yeah. to chill out a little bit, kick it back well, a little bit. Why are they on Raw? And, and that's the other thing too. If obviously I didn't talk about because it, it was the dumbest thing <laughs> that they can do for these guys. Why are you bringing them to Raw if you're not going to have them do anything? You can't exactly. put them there. They're the NXT champions, and you're putting them on Raw to be a hype guy. You know what I'm saying? Because that's what, like imitating other wrestlers. That is just that was the stupidest, stupidest thing, thing ever. that they could have done to these guys. Mm-hmm. Don't put them on that. Don't put them in that position. Don't. That was just dumb. But they are improving. I do got to give them credit. But they just need to bring it back a notch. You know, you are the tag team champions. Don't let it get to your head. 
slow down a little bit. Keep being how you were doing and improve your skills in the ring. Um, I, but I do like Danny Burch and Ole Lorcan, too. So they helped them get to that point of in that ring where it was good. Yeah, so that's why I were. gave it a three. Mimi, Mimi what you give it? Gave, hold on, <laughs> she I had to look it. back again. I gave, look. <laughs> I gave it a two. Oh, All right. Go. Yeah, okay. All yeah. right. So overall for NXT, I gave it a two stars. Okay. You gave it a one? Two stars overall for NXT. Mm. What'd you guys one, give it? 1.8, which is a two stars for me, too. Two stars, same thing. All right. Well, now it is time for Raw versus SmackDown versus NXT. Every week on our Facebook page, you, the fans, get to vote for what your favorite show was for the week. You guys use the like emojis, use the thumbs up for SmackDown, use the heart for Raw, and use the smiley face for NXT. We take your vote into consideration, and if we ever get into a tie, you guys will break that tie. So... Right now, currently, NXT is up 7 to Raw's 5 to SmackDown's 1. You, the fans, voted in favor of NXT this week. 46% for NXT, 29% for SmackDown, 25% for Raw. Wow. Tony, what is your vote for this week? Now, uh, like you heard me say earlier, um, I have to... I was waiting on the results for the fans, by the way, because mine was all a tie. I had... Raw at a two, I had NXT at a two, and I had SmackDown had a two. Me too. But with the extra decimal points or whatever after the decimal points, overall, I had Raw at a 1.888 rating. SmackDown, I had it at a 1.85 rating, technically. And NXT, I had it at a 1.88 rating. So between NXT and Raw was tied. But just to show the severity of how close it was between all three, that's why I like doing the one part. But, of course, you know, averaging out to the two or to the next highest number or lowest number after five. But just to show how close it was. And that's why I'm glad we do the fans, you know, poll, too. So I have to go with NXT because that's what broke the tie for me. Yeah. All right, Mimi. For me, I think um, NXT was, even though it was an hour, it was much more hype. Like, I was on my feet more. So I'm going to go with NXT. All right. And, well, with that, NXT wins. But my vote, honestly, I went SmackDown this week. I think this was one of the best SmackDowns they've had in months. Now, granted, Um, I mean, SmackDown, for me, like, SmackDown had a great opening mm -hmm. and a great ending. The middle sucked. (laughs) Yeah, I can see that second hour, um, the Bailey stuff, that wasn't too good. Um, but for me, I really I went with SmackDown. I went SmackDown 2.5. I had uh, NXT with a 2. And uh, Raw had two stars, but they had a 1.8. So I went SmackDown, NXT, Raw. But you guys uh, overthrew that. So NXT <laughs> has now won again. They are up 8 to Raw's 5 to SmackDown's 1 every week. Make sure you guys tune in and vote. You see this week your vote actually helped out. Uh, Tony Diaz and making his decision. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so continue to vote every week. All right, it is now time for the WWE WPOV pay per view point game extreme rules. That's right. So, and those of you that are new to playing the wrestling POV points game, it is quite simple. Each match has a certain amount of points. Treat them as money, as you will. So, for example, the Aleister Black versus Cesaro, that's only worth five points with no stipulation because it's actually not really quite a build-up to it. Um, So, 
you can bet up to five points. You don't have to max it out. I always say this, and there's always one person that maxed out all their points, but it can hurt you if you do. Why? Because let's just say you win Alistair Black for five points, and Alistair Black loses. Guess what? You're starting off the game at a minus five, while everybody else, if they did get it right and picked Cesaro for the win, and they bet five, guess what? Now they're at a ten-point advantage. So now you're at plus five. Um, or if they went two, plus two. It's still a seven-point advantage between the person that bet it all and the person that didn't bet it all is still a seven point advantage so now with all the title matches um there is an extra stipulation which is three points there's no wagering there is no wager. you can't bet one point on it no it's three points straight flat and those for the three points you predict if it was a pin submission count out disqualification or a no contest if you pick a no contest, you cannot pick a winner, okay? So what happens is if there was a winner, you're only losing three points, right? Yeah. yeah you're only losing three points. Um, if it does end up being in a no contest and you were the only one that predicted that it was going to be a no contest and everybody else picked somebody to win, while everybody's getting the negative points, you're getting three points. And that's a lot. It's a lot. You guys got to understand it's a lot, you know, to have that. So a lot. With that being said, are we ready? Yes, sir. All right. Now, these are not in order. I know that. It is not in order. So please. Don't jump down. You're the out of order. This whole courtroom <laughs> is out of order. <laughs> Bastard. Uh, all right. So first one we got is for the Cruiserweight Championship. Drew Gulak versus Tony Nese. This one is 10 points with the stipulation. We'll go. You know what? I'll start it. Then Mimi and then Rick. And we'll go from there. I'm going to go. Drew Gulak is going to retain. Uh, I'm going to go seven points. And I'm going to say a pin. So there you go. I'm going to go Drew Gulak, four points, and a pin. Mm-hmm. And I am going Drew Gulak, ten points, and a pin. Okay. And let's not forget, Josh Sanders, if I beat you, <laughs> the Rick Serrano the Turd Award will become the Josh Sand Turd Award if you agree to our bet. I hope you do. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. So uh, <laughs> up next, we have Alistair Black versus Cesaro. This is a five-pointer. Mimi, who you got? I got Cesaro, two points. What? No. All right, I got Aleister Black, five points. I got Aleister Black, and I'm going five points, too. So, uh, up next, this one, uh, this one's a hard, this, this one's going to be a hard pick. It's for the United States Championship, Ricochet versus AJ Styles. This is a 10-pointer with the stipulation. Rick, who you got? Ooh, I am going, damn, bro. Um <laughs> I'm going Because at the go, same time, they can't make Ricochet lose because then that kind of hurt his credibility a little bit. Yeah. I'm going to go, damn, I'm going to go Ricochet four points, and I'm going to go pinfall. Wow. That way, if Ricochet wins by disqualification, I at least get one point. You know what I'm True. saying? So yep, that's why yep. I'm going that low. So wait, you're going Ricochet how many points? Four points, pinfall. Oh. Yeah, but you can lose seven altogether. Yeah, I can, but if I win, if Ricochet wins by disqualification, it's only one point. I'll get one point. At least I'll get something out of it. And you calling it a pin? Yes. Okay. Um, damn, I'm trying to think of who while you were babbling there. <laughs> 
This, I mean, because you know Dallas and Anderson, they're going to interfere. Mm-hmm. They have to. Oh, my Lord. Ah. And the Ricochet did just win this. This would be the tie. Well, actually, no. This would break the tie because they beat each other once. I'm going to go with Ricochet. Good golly almighty. Oh, you know what? Uh, this, this will hurt, though. I'm going Ricochet. I'm going to go five points. Ten. Yes. Mimi. All right, Mimi. And, and I agree with all you guys, and I disagree <laughs> with you. I think that uh, the club is going to interfere. Mm-hmm. AJ is going to win. Nine points with the pin. Really? Wow. Wow. Yeah, cause because I'm they got to make the club dominant. <coughs> I agree. I, I think that's the only way they can make the <sighs> club dominant Man. and relevant again. Is AJ winning and then being the top dog and those? I agree, but to being all, the puppets. I mean, this is extreme rules too, so I can see this ending in the DQ, saving uh, Ricochet from losing, because there's no stipulation in this match. This is just a regular match, you know. So this one, this is that's a hard pick for me. I'm I don't know, I don't. I'm sticking to what I pick, but this one, this one can go either way. I think this match itself is going to either break or make somebody out there who plays. Uh, up next, it's for the Raw Tag Team Championship, the Revival versus the Usos. This is 10 points with the stipulation. Now, I will say this. There was something out there on the intranet and the World Wide Web, the WWW, that the Revival is still unhappy being in WWE, and they are supposedly not signing or re-signing with WWE. So, with that being out there, you don't think the WWE is going to read that and say, you know what, fuck you, give us our tag belts back. No more, because they haven't been on TV in what two weeks. It's true. So, this could be a big factor. It's on me, isn't it? Yes, sir. Son of a bitch. Um, hmm. Would the Usos benefit from getting these belts and then having it out with um, AOP? Hmm. They need to come back soon or fighting the Viking Raiders for that matter, too. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go. Oh, man. This one's a hard one. Uh, but then this is going to make the revival look punk. And if my and if my rumors are true that they are unhappy, I don't think WWE is going to give a shit. Um, damn it. I'm going to go the revival, even though I don't want to. Uh, I'm going the revival three points. Pin. That's what I'm going. Because if they lose, I get six. No. A minus six, right? Yep. Shit. No. Let me take it back. I still going for the revival. I'm gonna go five points. Pin. Pin. That's what it is. Because if they win, I get eight points. But if they win and if it's by like DQ or some shit like that, I get two. So I'm good with that. <laughs> That's where I was trying to get at. It was complicated. I was I was complicating myself. All right, Mimi, who you got? You're a jerk by putting that shit in my head. <laughs> I had the revival, but I switched it to but the that's, Usos. That's that's why I put that out there. Three points and pin. Wow. Okay, Rick. I'm going with the Usos because I want to see the Usos versus the Viking Raiders at SummerSlam. Exactly. So I'm going Usos six points pinfall. Wow. Alrighty. Uh, up next is for the SmackDown Tag Team Championship. Daniel Bryan and Eric Rowan versus the New Day versus Heavy Machinery. Ten points with the added stipulation. Mimi, it's on you. I went with Heavy Machinery. Really? 
eight points pin. So wait, who'd you pick in the last match? The Usos? Mm-hmm. So you think there's really going to be two tag title changes? Hey, that was the last time I did. Was it? Yep. There you go. Rick, do you agree with that? See, this is tough, man. They, they're <laughs> making it seem like Heavy Machinery is going to win it. Yep. I do not want to see New Day win it. <laughs> no, I don't either. Jesus, no. And that's God, the kind no. of thing. The New Day and the Usos both win the title mm, on the same and, night. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'm going with, I'm going to go low on this one. I'm going to go Daniel Bryan and Rowan, and I'm going to go four points, and I'm going to go by pinfall. Uh, I agree with you. I'm going to go with Daniel Bryan and Eric Rowan. Um, I'm going to go seven points, though. I'm going to go seven points pin. Up next, we have The Undertaker and Roman Reigns versus Shane McMahon and Drew McIntyre. Now, isn't this a stipulation uh, in this match? It's an, uh, like a no, uh, no holes barred. No holes barred, yeah. So yeah. there's no, obviously, there ain't going to be no stipulation in this match, but it is worth eight points. It is worth eight points. Because okay. of being that it's a no holes bar. So, Rick, who you got? Oh, man. Uh, <laughs> let's go Undertaker and, and uh, Roman, Roman Reigns. Reigns. How many eight points? points? Eight points? Yeah, I'm yeah. doing the same thing. Taker and Reigns, eight points. Mimi? I did the same thing. Eight points, Undertaker. All righty. So, now up next for the SmackDown Women's Championship Bailey versus Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross. This is 10 points with the stipulation. I want to really see Nikki Cross win this, but I think something's going to happen to where she's going to screw it up for, for Alexa and Bailey's going to retain. So I'm going to go with um, I'm going to go with Bailey and I'm going to go seven points pin. Bailey's got it seven points pin. And I also think that Sasha is going to interfere in this somehow. Some way, and then this is going to lead into a tag match later on. Because uh, the next pay per view is what SummerSlam. I think, I think so. so. <laughs> All right, so Mimi, who you got? I have another title change. If that's what it looks like. <laughs> I have uh, Nikki uh-huh. winning it, ten points with the pin. Oh. And Alexa is going to be hogging up the belt. The belt, yeah. See, because that's what I was thinking of too. Oh. All right, Rick. I am going with. Bailey, seven points, pinfall because of the boss makes a return. Oh, now do you think um, if she does return, do you think she's gonna turn on Bailey? Oh yeah. No, absolutely not. She's gonna be her friend. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, and the co-main event WWE Championship match: Kofi Kingston versus Samoa Joe. This is ten points with the added stipulation. Who's it on, Rick or Mimi? Mimi. Mimi. Who you got? I got to go with my Samoa. So, with your Samoa? With my Samoa. <laughs> Ten points submission. So that's another title change. I know. I have a, all the title changes <laughs> except for one. Wow. All right, Rick. Wait, oh, who, ladies what gentlemen, are you in? You went 10 points? 10 points pin? submission. Oh, 10 points submission. Interesting. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, Mimi has never won a title, just to uh, <laughs> let you know. <laughs> um, I am going with Kofi Kingston. Six points, pinfall. They, he's gonna lose it at SummerSlam. It's not yeah, gonna happen. Yeah, now. he's gonna hold on to it till SummerSlam. Um, I'm also gonna go Kofi Kingston. I'm gonna go ten points, pin. Up next, the final match: winner take all mixed tag 
for the Universal and Raw Women's Championship, Seth Rollins and Becky Lynch versus Baron Corbin and Lacey Evans. Now, this is another stipulated match, right? This it's is an Extreme Rules extreme match. Extreme Rules match. And so winner takes all. So there is no stipulation in this match. So you can't pick what the, you know, like pin submission or anything like that. But it is worth 15 points. It is worth 15 points. So, Rick, what do you got on this one? This is a tough one, bro, because mm-hmm. Baron Corbin and Lacey Evans have been working their asses off. Yeah. This is the third time in a row they're going for mm-hmm. the titles. You cannot suck a butt them three times three in a times row. Three times in a row. But <laughs> you very much well can do that to them. And yeah. and um, it just for me, it's just like Baron Corbin's been working his butt off. And yeah. it's, it's about time. But, but they can easily do this because being at his extreme rules, Lacey can either do something to Baron and they lose, or Baron can do something to Lacey to make him lose. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So this can go either way. Yeah. You know, but then again, you're right. This is what, the third time they've all fought, and each of those three times they've punked Baron and Lacey. So is yeah. it really going to be their time? I don't know, man. I'm going. I'm gonna go with Seth and, and Becky, and I'm gonna go. Uh, I'm gonna go eight points. I'll go half. All right. So that's not half, but um, <laughs> I'm gonna go with this one. Is a hard one because oh my god, I wouldn't. But the thing of it is, I would not mind a title change in this match. I really wouldn't. I really wouldn't. I think with between Baron and, and Lacey, shit. Shit, do you know how much heat they they get? And they'll soak all that shit in, too. Um, I'm going to go with Seth and uh, Becky. Um, I'm going to go 10 points. I'm going to go 10 on that. uh, Mimi, who you got? I did Seth and Becky 10 points. Well, no reason. You just said, fuck it. That's what I'm doing. Well, because (laughs) I don't want to see Baron Corbin. Really? Okay. (laughs) And... And then if Baron Corbin takes the belt, then Brock Lesnar can cash it in. See, because that's and what I was thinking of, too. He's still going to get punked up. Yeah, see, because that's what I was thinking of, too. That if if Baron and Lacey wins, right? Number one, obviously, uh, Brock's not going to cash it in on Lacey. But he can easily cash it in on Baron Corbin and take the belt away from him because it'll protect Seth. You know, sure. out of all of them, between the two, between Becky and Seth, whoever, the one that would take that pin would be Becky, number one. Because Lacey is more credible for me than Baron Corbin is. Right. So Lacey would have to pin Becky, and then they can get their rematch at SummerSlam while the uh, it could be a triple threat at SummerSlam between Baron and Seth and Brock Lesnar. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because... Doing it that way, it still protects Seth from losing legitimately by pen by, from Baron because nobody's yeah. really believing that right now. But to have um, Brock cash in on Baron, yeah, that can happen. That can mm-hmm. very well happen. And <laughs> I'm sorry to say, Baron will have the shortest reign in history. I know, but you know, and, <laughs> and it'll a, punk him out. Yeah, it I will agree. punk him out. And I was like, I can't see it. It's yeah. I could, but I, can I see, can't. You know, I can see Seth win and Brock cash in on Seth, and then Seth versus Brock at SummerSlam. 
eliminating right. uh, Corbin altogether, and Corbin does something else finally. True, and that's uh, what they need to right. stay away from. You know, putting him in the freaking title picture because and and stop with the triple uh, threats. Yeah. Yep. So, <laughs> I think Rick hurt himself. <laughs> <laughs> His brain got fried. I hurt my hand. <laughs> I hurt my hand. Oh, well, how's your shoulder doing? Uh, not his shoulder, his pinky. Well, that's what happened the last time. Yeah, that's true. Now it's up to again. his shoulder. Do you have to go to the emergency room? Yeah. <laughs> all right, so that is it for the wrestling baby points game. Good luck to you all. Well, we have another champion, a brand right new now. one. We got Kalen Knox is the champ. Cousin Jay is the interstate champ. Dustin Riley is the uh, uh, overseas champ. And yeah. Tina M. Hunter is the Rick Serrano the Turn Award. But she won't have it anymore because Josh Sanders has it now. <laughs> you still got to wait for the results after the pay-per-view. So good luck well, to you all. Tell your friends, will you? Have them play along. All right. So, but of course, in this main one, we have uh, Josh Sanders versus Rick Serrano the third. Little side bet action going on. If he accepts. If he does accept. Yeah, that's true, too. All right. So now let's go into the wrestling POVs book. Those that are new to the show, uh, basically, what we do is we put the most ridiculous things that happens in the week of wrestling and we just talk about it. We get a good laugh about it. And who knows? Maybe get a. A, a chuckle or two. All right, so are we ready? Yes, sir. Uh, Shane's damn ego times eight. God is getting up there. Stays. Uh, Matt Riddle's chanclas. Stays. Lafayette, Louisiana crowd. Say they go back. Kofi's mic privileges times three. It is getting terrible. Stays. It is bad. Robert Roode's porn star mustache. I think when we see him, if he still has it, then definitely. If it yeah. doesn't, then it comes off. Then it comes off. Uh, Kofi's 11 year stays. Mrs. Daddy issues. That boy is still talking about his daddy. Uh, Natty's stinky promo she stays. Come out. Yeah, you think it comes out? I think yes. it comes out. All right, we'll take it off. Sure. Yeah, take Natty off. Yeah, we'll take Natty off. All right, um, Kofi's armpit teta stays. stays. <laughs> New Day's fucking pancakes. Stays. Uh, um, what is this? Oh, Kofi's crooked middle finger. Stays. Nicole Cross stays. Stays. Bailey's badunkadunk. Luna stays. <laughs> Two out of three falls ain't bad. <laughs> Stays. Stays. Jesus, they did it again. Cole Cabana's broke ass again. Stays. Still broke. And Lacey Evans, veggie wedgie. Yes. We'll find stays. out. Sunday. That is still up there, man. That is still up there. <laughs> yeah, actually, we'll see Sunday, too. Yeah. Oh, I think if we don't see it on Sunday, I think we'd take yeah, it off. Yeah, I Definitely. agree. Okay. Um, is, did you mention Matt Novak? Oh, shit, that's right. I didn't see it in, in here. What was it called? Do you remember? Uh, Wasn't it? I don't know. Something he's about a Red Sox, Red Sox lover. Fan. Yeah, Red Sox lover. Yeah, that one too. But he still stays. He ain't getting out. Until, Until he, he apologizes. Let's knows, go, Yankees. He, he knows how to get out. He has to say in on video, let's mm. go, Yankees. All right. <laughs> With that being said, as, as that time, we close the show. Before we close the show, we do play a song. It's just, you know, it's you guys against the POV crew. Basically, it's a guess along. I play a song from my phone of over 100 
gazillion songs I have on his iPhone of wrestling songs, new and old. All you got to do is guess it. That's just, we just ride off into the sunset. That's how we do things here. And we'll see y'all next week with a brand new edition, a brand new episode, and hopefully a new champion. Hopefully a new champion. Uh, with that being said, I am your host, Tony Diaz, along with Mimi Goody and the third wheel. Rick Zarano the third. And hopefully we'll get Miguel soon. <laughs> Jesus. Love, peace, and wrestling. We'll see y'all next week. Peace out. All right, you ready? Yes, sir. Here we go. Ooh, it's Tarnation. I give you a hint. He currently wrestles with the WWE right now. I'll do another one because he never has an entrance. So here's another one for you. Ready? (laughs) (laughs) Nothing? Not a clue. The Nasty Boys. Oh. The Nasty Boys, yeah. We'll do one more. We'll do one more. This is a girl. Is that Jacqueline? Nope. Sable? Nope. It's a male. Oh, wow. (laughs) Old school. Talking. uh, He had a little thing with Goldust. Goldust Uh, kissed this dude on live TV trying to give him... CPR. Ahmed Johnson? Ahmed Johnson. <laughs> wow. Pearl yeah. River Plunge! Pearl River Plunge, yep. I have it on that Facebook. That was a good move. I have it on Facebook too. Yeah? yeah. Who, Ahmed? Ahmed, yeah. I also met Ahmed Johnson when I met Rocky Maravilla the same day. Oh, really? Day. Yeah. <laughs> huge. It yeah. was huge. He was a big guy. Yep. I like big guys. <laughs>